about to listen to an episode from the Screen Caring Archive. A word of caution, these recordings are raw and unedited. They date back to as early as 2016 and were under an older rendition of the podcast. Keep in mind that you may come across references that may seem outdated and the overall quality may not be up to today's standards. Nevertheless, we believe that these unpublished episodes remain significant and deserve your attention. Therefore, we ask you to sit back, relax, and enjoy. And uh, today we're talking about the re-entertainment industry, uh, and the state of, of all entertainment, and um, just how prevalent... Um, what the fuck was that? I'm kidding. Uh, just how prevalent... Just re everything, re re rehashing ideas is uh, so so we 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 got we got a lot of ground to cover. Uh, we're we're talking about um, we're talking about remakes. We're talking about reboots. We're talking about remasters. Anything with a re in front of it, that's what we're talking about today. Um, so how do you want how do you want to start us off? I think we should uh, start off by. Um defining the differences between the three completely agree that's a great idea so we have reboots we have remasters we have remakes so a reboot is uh and you know in my personal definition it's when um like a, a company or like a, a intellectual property owner a publisher um they want to they want to revitalize an existing uh franchise uh, and, you know, kind of make it relevant again for a newer generation. Uh, so that's a, that's a reboot where you want to take a, a concept that was successful or, you know, isn't successful anymore and you want to, you know, try and market it to a completely different audience. That's a reboot. Um, uh, a remake is where you want to try to capture the same exact audience that you had originally and kind of rekindle uh, rekindle the, the, the nostalgia factor, uh, of, you know, of the, uh, of the audience that you originally had, uh, when it was first released. Um, but, but you also, it also has to be done from scratch, uh, because, and that is what separates it from a remaster, which is just, you know, you take the original thing and just, you know, slap better graphics on it or, you know, up the audio quality or whatever. So, so, that, you know, those are the three remakes, reboots, remasters. Um, and they're just, they, you know, everything is a reboot. Mm-hmm. Um, like this or is a, remake or a remaster. Or remake, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, everything's being redone. Yeah. Um, you and know, I think a lot of people, um, confuse, confuse the difference between the three. Mainly absolutely. Reboot, reboots and remakes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I actually just got into this conversation the other day with somebody, uh, on, on, on one of my channels who was, um, mm-hmm. he was talking, he was, he was referring to a remake as a, as a remaster and i was like you know i had to you know explain to him what i thought the differences were because otherwise you know that's by just, yelling at him in all caps no i mean a little bit but you know i, I tried to be civil <laughs> as best i could sometimes they don't listen though um but yeah you know like um so the the the, the problem i guess the conundrum if you want to call it that is that you know there are no more original ideas. Um, and I just realized there's, there's also, there's another, um, aspect of of the industry that we haven't even considered, which is, um, which is, um, 
I guess adap- adaptations of of like books and stuff. So like, there's no there's no original ideas being done. It's all just just re. Just, just what would you call that? That's not a. It's not a re anything. It's, it's not a re just anything. An yeah. Adaptation. Well, it, it's kind of like. But a, it's just unoriginality. I don't know. You know, it's a. It's kind of like a remake. It's kind of like a remake. You can call it a remake. Um, you can also. It's it's all three actually. I feel like. Um, you think? Like when you adapt something, <clears throat> when you take a, a book and you turn it into a movie, or or anything else, or you know, you're you're kind of like you're. You're, you're doing all three. You're doing you're you're doing a remaster, a reboot, and a remake. Um, hmm. But the, the the point is, it's it's not your idea, and you're taking someone else's idea, and you know you know trying to, to capitalize on that. You want you're trying to make money off of, of someone else's idea. Um, and yeah, so that's what we're talking about today. I don't know that that was a, a pretty that's a verbose intro. But you know that's what that's what we're talking about, uh, and so we're here to discuss the state of the industry. Um, so now that we have definitions, um, I think uh, we need examples of yes, yeah, examples of what, what okay. Let's start with be. let's start with reboot since you dis- uh, defined reboot first. Right, a reboot An uh, example of a reboot. The one that jumps out in my mind to me mm-hmm. is is the the most recent Devil May Cry game. That's that was a you know pretty notorious reboot, caused a lot of you know hatred among the the, the Devil May Cry community. And what makes that different from being a remake? Why is it, why isn't that a remake? Because it has nothing to do with the original. Um, that's important. Uh, I should have added that. Should have just thrown that into my definition. It has it, it, it has. Loose, very loose ties to the original franchise, but the the entire thing is to like kind of restart the 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 image uh, of of the the franchise, like you know, and and it's marketed to to a completely different audience. What um you know what they were they were trying to with the story of that game, they were trying to have this like really um, this modern. Um, you know, contemporary, and I think I'm using that word right, um, this contemporary story that had to do with, like, the 1%, you know, which was, like, big in around 2012 and, and 2013, where, you know, you had people talking about, like, yeah, we are the 1%, occupy, occupy McDonald's, and <laughs> stuff like that, you know? And, yeah. And so, you know, like, like the Devil May Cry <laughs> reboot, DMC, was, you know, the story, you know, was, was, um... You know, had a lot. The themes had a lot to do with that. You know, like striking back at at the man, and you know, down with capitalism, mm-hmm. nihilism, and, and and anarchy, and and stuff like that. And, and um, you know, it, it just really it it had a lot of similarities to the original, mm-hmm. but it wasn't it wasn't uh, it wasn't in the same just wasn't the same thing. You know, it was, it was, okay. it, was it was it was for a completely different audience. That's the so the main thing. Before we uh, go on, um, let me in, um, give like ELI five definitions of reboot and remake. What is ELI five? Explain to me like I'm five. Oh, okay. Um, reboots are same same subject, different target audiences. Yeah. Okay. Remakes are uh, same subject. Same target audience. Yep, that makes sense Basically. to me so far. I'm following. 
So that, that that's just the very simplified version of it, yeah, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If you had to like make a, a pie chart or a Venn diagram, yeah, uh, yeah, it'd be something along. Yeah, sure. All right, I guess. I mean, it's not really a huge deal. This is just you know how I feel about it. Whether you agree but, but or not, being like it w- well, when I say different target audience, that implies yeah. like complete over real yeah. rehashing Usually, of, of of right all the visuals. Um, yeah, and then the remake is just kind of. Um, Themes too. It has a lot to do with it. Yeah, like, it has a themes, lot. Yeah. It has a, a very similar themes. Right. Usually, when someone is going to do a reboot, it's it's you know ninety percent of the time it's mm-hmm. it's because the the publisher wants to market to a younger demographic. Yes. Um. But you can also see reboots where they're like you know instead of marketing a, something to you know like I don't know um like I don't know uh, what um cocaine addicted amputees you know now we want this movie you know we wanted to appeal to um 90 year old uh female vietnam veterans or you know (laughs) (laughs) i don't know how they got to 90 that's my uh (laughs) default demographic yeah (laughs) whenever i'm looking at you know like who do i really need you know the the money like where do i where do i need uh people to vote with their wallets you know it's 90 year old Female Vietnam vets, man. They're they're the money makers. So they're your usually usually you're right. Uh, They target uh, to younger demographics. But what about the the um, I don't I think I don't know if you'd want to call them reboots or remakes. This this is where it gets hazy. Um, The gritty reboots, gritty gritty remakes. Like, have you seen the Emerald City trailer? It's a remake of, I don't know if you want to call it remake, um, it's a, a reboot, remake, whatever, of Wizard of Oz. Right, right. But for it, adult for, for adult audiences. Adult, adult yeah, audiences. damn. Um, so, um... And there's a lot of those coming out now. Oh, there's there, there have been for, for <laughs> oh, years. No, not now, yeah. No, no, not, I didn't for, say not now, but there has been for, for years. Decades. Yeah, right. It's, I mean, that's, you know, that's one of the things that, that we have to deal with. Um, like, um... <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah, Emerald City. So the the gritty reboot um, is it a reboot or a remake? They call it a gritty reboot because it it really it doesn't have the same themes or mm-hmm. the character of the original, mm-hmm. and it's it's marketed to a different demographic because like the Wizard of Oz was okay. originally marketed to like for families, yeah, kids, yeah. But you know, but those kids have grown up, and so you know they want to see something more hardcore or the 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 the, the marketing executives think that that's what adults want to see and so so technically that is marketing to a different audience even though and this is like really interesting that you brought this up because you know mm-hmm. it's something that you could debate back and forth for for, for 10 hours if you really <laughs> sat down and thought about it yeah but no you're absolutely right it's technically the same exact audience as before but it's a different demographic because they're not the same age as they were before you yeah know what i mean no, yeah, exactly. That's actually a genius concept. So, but yeah, that's why they call it a gritty reboot is because mm-hmm. t- it's a different demographic, even though it's the same audience. Okay, so, so we've shit. been talking about reboots so far, but I think I have an example for a remake. Yeah, I got um, I mean, a million. And I'm, I'm guess I'm sticking to movies here, but um, yeah, the Beauty and the Boot, Beauty and the Beast, <laughs> Beauty and the Boot, <laughs> the Beauty and the Boot <laughs> falls in love with a boot. It's like, Love shoes. That's like a, such <laughs> a stereotypical. <laughs> <laughs> but 
But it's different because it's boots, not, you know. No, it's just one boot. Just like, yeah, it's yeah. just one boot. Anyway. She, she only has one leg, you know, so yeah. she like, really no, no. loves Beauty, this one boot. Yeah, so Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. That would be considered a remake because it's the same one with, target audience, I The think. one with Emma Watson? Yes. I, damn. Um... I, I personally, I personally consider that a reboot. Really? Because Why? It's, it's live action, and even though I bet it'll be shot to sh- shot for shot, the exact same, and like the visuals, mm-hmm. the visuals, like 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 the design of Beast, he really looks like he did in the in the in the, in the cartoon. Yeah, he does. Which I, you know, I think is is really commendable because normally, like, um, you know what they they did, um, it wasn't oh man, and this is weird. They did a Beauty and the Beast movie a few years back. I want to say it was like two thousand. Nine, or like earlier, maybe earlier than that, two thousand seven. Was it live action? Um, yeah, it was live action, and okay. and like um, but it was um, it was called Beauty and the Beast, but it was like it was a more modern day uh, tale of it. I mean, uh, mo- a modern day story, and um, but that I guess I would call it. It wasn't a reboot, or was it a reboot? It wasn't. I mean, it was like a remake. I do not remember it at all. It was a remake. I would call it a remake. And you, you know, you can look yeah. it up. It was like you know, and, and it got it caught some flack because it was like the dude really wasn't a beast. He was just like some boy band dude with tattoos, <laughs> and you know, he's like, oh, you're you're beastly. Um, so why would you call the this new one that hasn't come out yet? Uh, it's to, not a reboot. At the time of we recording. Wait, did I say it was a reboot? You, you oh. called it a reboot. Damn. Um, this new one with Emma Watson. That right. Is. I would call it a reboot because it's um because it, you know it is being marketed to the same audience that liked Beauty and the Beast, mm-hmm. but um you know like you know the 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 children that that grew up watching Disney movies yeah. they're gonna take their kids and um fuck I don't know man I I I'm just talking out of my ass I actually have no idea. Um, what I would call that movie, and but I'm glad you brought it up because you know that's something I got to think about. So. I th- I would consider it a remake, not a reboot, because it's because con- it's still targeted to the same demographic that the cartoon would be watching. The cartoon would okay. What is it though? I think so. Have you seen the trailer? Yeah, I have. So, um, so- I, it's not. It's definitely not a gritty remake or a gritty no. reboot. <laughs> yeah, I mean it, it. It's a live action movie, but it it really looks like the cartoon. And, but that's what's weird to me is that you know, like if they wanted to remake it, like why wouldn't they do like a three D, like a full three D animated, you know, CGI Beauty and the Beast? Why are they doing it live action, like they did with because, uh, Maleficent? Um. Yeah, that's maybe a- maybe cost. No, 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 because paying actors probably costs costs a lot more than. I feel like Emma Watson might be kind of expensive, but um. Yeah, but I don't know. I think everybody because I feel like you know, like with the with the an animated movie, it just doesn't seem like an animated movie type of deal. You know what I mean? It just didn't seem like. Here's here's my reasoning. Movie with an animated movie, your your demographic is people who like animated movies. Yeah. But with a live action movie, it's it's like you know you you're going after people that like live action movies, and that's a demographic because you know it's not necessarily an age group, um, but it's you know it's it's a different type of movie watcher, yeah. Um, you know because if they were, it would be a remake <clears throat> if it was animated again, and you know it was, it was like you know shot for shot the exact same. 
mm-hmm. movie, or you know, not necessarily, but still, you know, it was like, you know, it was going after the, you know, the the animation fans. Um, but you know, since it's live action, it's like you're gonna get a, you're gonna attract a completely different audience, but you're also gonna attract the um, the um, the original. Go away, cat. Damn. Okay. So, damn. All right. So now that I've pondered it for a, a few minutes, um, I would, I, I think I would agree that it's a remake because okay. one of the things about a reboot is that you you really have to change the subject matter quite a bit. Mm-hmm. It has to be different enough um, so that it's not connected to the original. Yes. The fact that this new Beauty and the Beast is like pretty much it, it is the animated version, I guess you could classify it as a remake. So. Yeah. yeah. So, um. So, yeah. Yeah. It just, just ignore so the bullshit I've you, been spewing for the past five minutes. So, what would you consider these, um, new Spider-Man movies? Like, from Tobey Maguire to Andrew Garfield to... Yeah. I forget the new case. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Tom Holland, I think. Yes, that's right. Um, so the, um, let's see, the, the, the Tobey Maguire movies, um, the Sam Raimi films, those are, those are the original. Mm -hmm. Um, the, um, the Andrew Garfield films, I don't know who directed those, but, um, the, the two Andrew Garfield films, uh, those, those were, that was a reboot. Um, and then, um, God, it, the, uh, the, the new Tom Holland, or Spider-Man Homecoming, that, I guess, is another reboot, technically. That's what I would, con- I would think. Yeah. They're just reboots. Those, uh, the, yeah, they're both reboots, so. Nope, 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 nope. Um, because, you know, they, they, they don't, they don't share a universe. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, 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 uh, I think is a, a big part of it, is that, uh, a, a remake they have to exist in the, in the same universe. Yeah. But does Mark, it though? Does the new Beauty and the Beast exist in the same universe as the, as the original? Are they do they take place at yes. the same time? If that's the case, okay. But if they're yeah. like if they change a bunch of stuff, if they if they're adapting it for the modern day, The Amazing it, Spider-Man was directed by Mark Webb. Well, who cares about him? I, I mean, I liked I liked the the recent the Andrew Garfield movies, you know, but um, I don't think Andrew Garfield wasn't the right choice for that role. I mean, I never, I, I'll never be satisfied with how they cast Peter Parker ever in my life. Never ever. Never, yeah. Never, ever, ever. No. Never, ever. Tom Holland, I don't think is a good a good fit. He looks like Elijah Wood. John what? Watts is the director of Homecoming. Oh, I hear he did something else that was terrible. Probably. Um, he looks like no, not Elijah Wood. I meant Dakota Fanning. <laughs> that's, that's what I meant. That's Tom Holland looks like Dakota Fanning. A little bit. Hate, Before she, I hate Dakota Fanning. Yeah, she she got a gritty reboot, didn't she? By her her PR manager. Um. So anyway, um, anyway. So yeah, the Spider Man movies. Those are uh, those are reboots. We were, we were going to talk about that new Spider Man Homecoming. Um. um in the, you know because <clears throat> that movie, it's like. It's so formulaic, man. It's just, it's just, follow- it's hitting all the high school notes, man. In fact, it's, it's, and it's even got the high school theme song. Like, you know, the, the misfit, I don't fit in, I'm, 
you know, oh, I'm a wallflower high school yeah. song. That what's this, song. What's that song called? Uh, let's look it so up. I can, so that I can song write. is literally... It's the high school song. The high school theme song. Right. Okay. And it's so annoying. The the I the the I suck It'll at life. I suck at life, but I don't I don't uh, know my true potential yet. Theme song. Uh, Time is pretend. That's it. Time is pretend. I think that's Where it. Where do you see that? Or, uh, down. Uh, MGMT. The the video. I think. Oh, time to pretend. <laughs> time is pretend. That's so Japanese. Above the video, click the link. Where this uh, one? The, yeah, the, above that, the video. God damn it! Not this. Not that one. No. Yeah, the the the, the first one. I think it's called Time to Pretend. This is getting cut. What the fuck is that? Yep, there we go. Yeah, no, yeah, that is the high school theme song. Can you guys hear that? Yeah, I hope you can. What year did that song come out? Uh, (laughs) Uh, Let's find out. Time to pretend. Two thousand seven. God damn. Yeah, did you know right. That is the high school theme song. Did not um, feel that that song fit the the tone of that trailer at all. It's a high school theme song, but they only threw that song in because of the guys in high school, and I just it still didn't work. It just didn't fucking work. There is um. What's kind of funny is uh. I'm in this class that I'm finishing up called media aesthetics, and uh, th- we we had a, a week where we talked about sound. Okay. And um, and we had a um a big part of sound was was talking about the overuse of the overuse of songs yeah. in movies and trailers, and that was actually one song. Yeah. That Right, it's so <laughs> cliche. It's yeah, hackneyed. That, um, I never use the word hackneyed, but that trailer was like hackneyed. So overused, dude. Like, as soon as you think about that song, you're like high school, it's high school. Um, right, right. And then there's, uh, I can't remember the name of the song, and I don't want to look. You should have right recorded now. that um, lecture because that you know it was so. We need to outlaw great. those songs. It is so funny. Um, it was so funny because um, you, you remember that? Have you seen that SNL skit with Andy Samberg? And uh, I think like. Chris Parnell, or no, no, um, Will Forte. Um, Probably haven't. I don't. I think it's Will Forte. Yeah, Will Forte and um, the other one mixed up. But um, they um, they're they're like sitting in the in like a hotel room or whatever, and or a house or whatever, and they um, and they like shoot each other back and forth. Oh yeah. And then there's the song that plays. Mm, what you say? Yes. That song that you, dude, I was, <laughs> that song oh, is, dude, that's, it was so hilarious because my, <laughs> my teacher, um, 
found a compilation oh video God, yeah. of all the different all the different TV shows and movies that used that song for different reasons. That is, no, I can't, it was so fucking I cannot funny. believe you mentioned that because like, as you were thinking that, I was like, dude, the only SNL skit that I'm like familiar with off the top of my head is the one where he's they're like, mm, what you say? <laughs> yes, that song. That was, that and, was what I was thinking of yeah, the whole and time. That song you were describing was, that. And, um, and it was so funny because she was talking about how overused that damn song is and it it was just so funny about the like the like serious applications that TV shows try to use it for, and it is just so hilarious. Yeah, but, no, um, that I, I've I always <laughs> thought that song was supposed to be a joke. You mean there are movies that like? No, they're not. Well, there's m- mainly TV shows, but uh, yeah, there's. I thought like when you see it on a TV show, it's like it's supposed to be a parody of no. Of well, there's skit. tons of songs like that, man. Like every time you see um like an like a a war movie that's supposed to be. Set in uh, you you hear you right. hear that that you know the one there's only one song you think of wild you think of Vietnam right. helicopters yeah. and there's you two know what I mean? there's there's paint it there's black. two yes paint it black and then there's the one where it's like you know, stop listen what's that sound everybody see what's going down yeah and, you know yeah and um like Tropic Thunder used it in right. their trailer right as a joke yeah um. Right. Um, and right. so it was so funny, um, yeah. talking about all the songs that are overused. What's that um, song? What's that fucking song? That we've now? tied them to a specific genre. You definitely, um, yeah, it, it, you're absolutely right. Um, and I don't know, no idea how Stop. we, how Listen. we came to this discussion. What's that sound? We're talking about overused concepts, like the high school theme song. Yes. I got no, yes. I got oh, no internet. We can, um, we can, uh, I can... That's, that's, yeah. Whatever, but um, we can tie that into um, when you should and shouldn't okay make a reboot or remake. Right. Yes. Um, but before we do, I'm going to take a quick break. Um, so we're going to get into um, you know, the reasons why uh, why you want to reboot or remake a franchise, and you know whether it's a good idea, and you know, or when you're when you're really making a big fucking mistake. So um. So yeah, um, we're just gonna get right into that. Coming up now, like right Go. now, yeah. Like now. <laughs> okay, let me let me start you off with a question then. Um, why would? Yeah, well, see, that's getting cut. Damn it! Oh, that's why. Sorry. <laughs> why would? Why a wood why... chuck chuck? <laughs> why reboot? Why reboot? Why reboot? Why? I'm gonna name a dog reboot just so whatever he shits on the carpet, I could be like, "Why reboot? Fucking why? Um, yeah, why would why would you want to reboot a franchise? The 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 most the simplest answer is money. If you've already sunk a mm-hmm. bunch of resources into building a franchise, but it's not performing the you know the way that you would expect, because normally when you, when you have a have a franchise, you want each iteration to do better than the previous one because like you know through word of mouth and like through marketing your your audience expands um and, but you know sometimes what happens is a um like the next iteration or a sequel or, or a prequel or you know the next iteration of, of a series or a franchise 
it will underperform what came before. And then, you know, they'll, they'll say, okay, you know, maybe this was an off year. They'll try it again. And then they'll, they'll look at the numbers. So they'll, they'll plot out numbers on a, on a bar graph and marketing fucking executives, man. They just, they love their, their numbers and crunching data. So they'll look at a, at a, at a, at a line graph. And if they see that downward decline, they're like, okay, this series has lost its staying power. It's not, you know, it ain't, it ain't what it used to be. Um, and so they'll let it sit for a while or they say, Hey, you know, it's no longer profitable. Um, and, and that's actually, uh, something that I don't think a lot of people realize is that the reason why publishers and things like that, or, um, movie, movie studios, the reason why they are always trying to pinch pennies is because they really do take that money and invest it back into their products. And like, you know, they want to, you know, they spend more money on, you know, Every, every time they do something, you know, because the one, because they're trying to reach a bigger audience, but also because they're trying to bring in more money so they can feed that back into their projects to, you know, to make a bigger and better thing. Um, but, you know, what'll happen is, uh, if a studio notices that the, the resources that they're putting in, um, you know, isn't making the, the profit that they expect, you know, it, it's no longer profitable. You know, they'll, they'll let it sit. Um, you know, they might abandon it altogether. Like, like Square Enix and what they're doing with the Legacy of Kane. Uh, it's, it seems a lot like they've just completely abandoned that they, they, they spent all that money buying, buying Eidos. Uh, and then they decided, uh, that, you know, we're just, we're, no one, you know, after Twilight, nobody wants vampire games. So, <laughs> uh, um, but, um, just bullshit. But, uh, you know, everybody knows how mad I am about that. But, um, yeah, I have some insider information that they are actually going to reboot Legacy of Kane for real. We, you know, I, I had this guy on YouTube hmm. who, uh, and this is like, you know, make sure to bridge me back to what I'm actually talking about. But, um, yeah. but you heard it here first. Um, one of Square Enix's lawyers, um, some, some, a fan of mine on YouTube, um, he got, he was like pestering Square Enix's lawyers. Um, you know, for a quote about, about the Legacy of Kane franchise. And this lawyer finally responded. He said, you know, hey, uh, you know, I can't say much, but, you know, we, we might have some big news regarding the Legacy of Kane franchise coming soon. It wasn't a confirmation of anything, but it was like, it was kind of like for, for a, a lawyer of a big company like that, it was kind of like, like that, it was, <clears throat> he really, it really said more than, than you normally ever get, especially like for some unknown, yeah. And this dude speaks like broken English and he was just like, you know, so I don't know if it was, if it's a hoax or what, but it, you know, pretty exciting stuff. But, but for the longest time, for about, you know, 10 years. So take it with a grain of salt. A huge <laughs> grain of salt, but still it's, you know, it's, it's some of the more promising news I've heard, you know, for, for yeah. fans of that, that series than we've gotten in a long time. Okay. So here's a question. Should it be a reboot or a remake? Um... I mean, it should be neither. I mean, uh, in a in an optimal situation, it would be a continuation. It would be an actual sequel. Um, but mm. the thing is, it's been, I doubt that. Yeah, they've they've <laughs> sat they've sat on it. On, they've sat on their hands for so long. They they couldn't possibly do a sequel. They it would nah, it would, it would it know has, anything. Yeah, it has to be a reboot because yeah, the target audience for so a reboot. Yeah, it has to be a reboot, not um not a remake. It would have to be because the thing is, I don't think I don't think. The the millennial generation is ready for a, a Legacy of Kane game, um, or you know anybody 
born after like 1995. Um, you know, mm-hmm. like yeah, just like the, the 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 script writing, like the Shakespearean gothicness of the Legacy of Kane franchise would be lost on on these young kids. So um, so it would be it's going to be like a I, I bet it's going to be something like Call of Duty, you know, something really, really, really low barrier to entry mm-hmm. type of game. You know, really simple story like, oh, I got to kill all the vampires. Oh, no, I am a vampire. Oh, this is horrendous. Uh, and I have my revenge now. And he's going to talk like this just because <laughs> that's what kids are into these days. Her. McCree, uh, it's high noon. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so that, that that's that's the reason why you do a reboot is that um, you know it's you're not making as much money as you projected that you would. So, um, you know, and uh, or 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 the story that or the story that you that you had, it's just not relevant anymore and doesn't resonate with people, or maybe it never did, and so you want to try and like capitalize on. On, on the things in society that, you know, that like the buzzwords that people are talking about. Like Deus Ex Mankind Divided, mm-hmm. they were really um, inspired by, you know, the, the Black Lives Matter movement. And, you know, and they did the, you know, they even had like posters on of the place saying like, Aug Lives Matter. And That's funny. Yeah, that, uh, they, you know, they, they, they caught a shitstorm for that. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, so that's, you know... But, was is was was the human revolution a reboot? I don't think it was because no. it actually it does take place. It it's it was a sequel because it takes place it's in the same sequel. universe. It's yeah. different. Sequels are are weird because you can make a sequel, but it's basically a remake. Okay, well, but it's not the same story. It's not the same story at all. Usually, reboots or remakes they're the similar stories, but um, but it's like. It's technically a sequel, but it's nothing like the originals, right? So it's you know there are it, or, there are parallels. It's, predecessors, it's um it it does take place in the same universe. Yeah, from what I understand, uh, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm it, pretty it, sure it, it is a, it is a prequel to the original Deus Ex. Um and um, man, I want to go back to a simpler time when I could just say Deus Ex, but um, <laughs> but yeah, it, but it's um. It's an, it's it's technically yeah, it's a prequel. It's like you know it's a sequel. It's a, it's you know but it's also a reboot. You know mm-hmm. but it's not a reboot. It's a, yeah, I don't, yeah, damn, that's a that's a weird gray area that I can't really define yet. Yeah, yeah, you get back to me on that. <clears throat> um, okay, all right. So did that did that answer the question? Yeah, I think so. Uh, okay, I feel like I'm missing a bunch of information. Well, but- well let's let's summarize. Why you should remake a uh, reboot or remake anything is uh, well. Damn. Okay, I missed some stuff uh, for sure. Okay, I, sh- I should I should have t- taken some notes because I'm just like you know coming up with ideas uh, as they come to me. Mm-hmm. But um, the reason why you do a reboot, specifically a reboot, is because you're not making the money, and so you have to like oh, you, yes. have, you have to retarget you have to target someone else yes. to make money on a different audience. The reason why you do well, can you do that? Um, not for money reasons, but I guess it's, it's always it's money. Al- it's always money. Yeah. There's always money That's somewhere. The only reason why you, you do a reboot. Reboot something is yeah. because you've hit, you've hit, you successfully hit one target audience, but maybe you also want to hit other target audiences. For sure, um, and I, you know, I lied. So. Rather than rather than the first, it, because it's not working with the audience, just because you right. want to. 
Um, yeah, no, it actually is not because, I mean, I, I lied. It's not just because of money, but it can also be, um, it can also be because, you know, it's, it's just like you, you're not happy with the original vision and maybe, yeah, that's it, not, you know, that's what I was yeah. trying to get at. It's so, like you're not happy with the original and right. you're just trying to, you, you know, like, you know, it, it's, um, you know, it, you, um, damn, I don't know. You kind of wish you had done things differently. But then that also, that gets into remake territory sometimes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the reason why, that's why you do a reboot is because, you know, you, you want to, you do want to, you want to target someone else or, or appeal to, to a different group of people, um, than you did before. Or maybe like originally, you know, it just, it just wasn't, um, what you thought it could be and, or, you know, like a director's yeah. cut type of thing. But, um, then how do you know? Like, you know, cause what's funny is that, you know, during the creative process of making like a game or a movie, um, you might reboot the story as you're making it, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, you, we see that all the time in games like Resident Evil four went through four different iterations before it became the game that we actually played. Yeah. And so they had actually had, they almost had a completely finished game and the whole thing was, was scrapped and they kind of rebooted it, um, and you know, so so that's that's something. What do you call something like uh, what uh, Borderlands did? From like the, the transition from Borderlands one to two? No, like um, when the original Borderlands was coming out before. Oh it was right, right, right. Way it was going to be yeah. way more serious, and right. it ended up becoming cartoony. Yeah, I, and I remember you know the original art style. I was a huge fan. Yeah, and I, I was did, like, I oh liked sweet, this game's gonna gonna look gonna be freaking awesome. And then they announced like, hey, you know, we're doing this concept art, you know, hand painted textures bullshit. And I was like, fuck you, Gearbox, you can kiss my entire ass, dick. But then, um, <laughs> but then it was uh, you know it turned out all right. The original Borderlands, I'm not a fan of, but uh, yeah, you know, but I like Borderlands too. And you know, they made the art style work in Borderlands too, but I don't think they got the most out of it in the original. Yeah, but. They that um, would that technically be considered a reboot? Possibly, possibly. Um, you you if you think in terms of relativity and you know mm-hmm. and get some some Einstein in your in your in your in your uh, your coffee in the morning, you know, yeah, you could maybe look at that as a reboot because I have seen games where on both ends of the spectrum where they, you know, they changed the, the art style midway and, you know, when I, it completely turned me on to it and, you know, just the, the exact opposite where it's like, okay. Oh, you changed it. Now I don't, I don't want to play this shit anymore. Um, okay. So how do you know whether to make a reboot or a remake? Um, damn, you know, it's, it's always a gamble. You know, if, if from, from from in my opinion, you know, it's it's a gamble. Like, it, you know, if you're gonna do a reboot, you know, it, you know, you're gonna you're trying something different uh, than what you've done before in in terms of marketing. Um, <clears throat> so you're trying to to target this new demographic, and you're like. You don't know if it's going to work for sure. You can do focus group testing, and you know that'll give you some 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 good numbers. And you'll have people sit in a room, and you know you'll say, "Hey, did you like what you what you saw?" And they'll be like, um, "Yeah, you know, do you have where are the drinks? Where where <laughs> I was told there were going to be cookies." Focus group testing is a horrible way to, to collect data. Um, at least, at least to me, because I know when I grow into focus group testing, I don't I, I like I'll kiss whoever's ass I need to kiss in order to get 
to the, the punch bowl. Just like, give me my refreshments so I can get out of here. <laughs> Tell you what you want to hear. Um, but, you know, maybe there's like, you know, genuine people doing these focus group tests and, you know. Um, Hopefully. I, can't, I mean, I don't. I, I just I don't think it's a good way of going about it, but um yeah. So, oh, damn, what was the question? <laughs> um, how do you know you, when yeah, when you should make a reboot or a remake? Like, um, <clears throat> you're having um, you know, you're having these issues, right. So make a remake, or you're having these right. issues, okay. so make a reboot. Well, I, well, I haven't issues, actually. I haven't. Issues, yeah, I haven't just, even gotten into why you would do a. Or like a re a remake or a re- remaster. Well, that was my tra- yeah tra- okay. transition into that. So, <clears throat> um, yeah, the reason why you would do a remake specifically is you know that in my opinion is is purely it's all money. It's like you want to make money off the people that you know that um the the people that came before. So like the 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 old fans, you know, so that they can like show it to their kids. Uh, and you know, and you make money off of them and, you, and you're going to have a toy line and your t-shirts and you know, it's, it's all merchandise. That's for the most part true. But Unless, I think, yeah. I think there's also, right. At some level, there's some aspect of like, Hey, that needs to be, you know. Yeah. There's also very rarely, it doesn't really happen often, but when you make a movie, um, and the technology to achieve your vision doesn't exist yet. Yeah. Yeah. And, yes. and so you remake it because it's like, you can actually like do it the way that you envisioned it originally, but that doesn't happen that often. That's, it's really rare that you see like a, a remake being done because you know, like the, the, the creator's trying to do their original vision justice. So yeah, it doesn't really happen that much. I, I can't even yeah. think. Can you think of any examples? Because I honestly can't. Of um, of remakes done because the, the technology didn't exist yet when they first made it. Because um, I know they're out there. We've seen them. I don't know. But I can't think of any. Um, like, I, um, I know there's people listening to this, like, yelling out ideas. Right, like, right. Put no, some yeah. in the comments below. Please yeah. do, yeah. Like, yeah. tell us. What, what are some examples of some, some remakes that were done because when they were first made, they just, just, it just, it wasn't possible. I could definitely think of a few that should have. Yeah, like what? Um, like, anything made with CGI when CGI was first... <laughs> First introduced, like, unless there's, like, there's tons of horror movies. Unless that, like, that movie is the Lawnmower Man. The Lawnmower Man. <laughs> yeah, have you seen that? I have never even heard of it. So the Lawnmower Man is this story about. Um, it's about this like this lawnmower dude. He's like he's just like he's he's he's, he's retarded. He's got like I don't know. He's he's like an IQ of like two, and um and then Pierce Brosnan is this scientist. Who like experiments on him and, and increases his brain function capacity or whatever, and he becomes a super genius who invades cyberspace and like terrorizes people because he com- becomes so smart and he's like a human computer. Um, and um, and there's like this scene where he's like they're like in a computer battling in VR, uh, and it's it's perfect. Like there's no way it That's could insane. it could possibly be done better. Yeah. Um, you know, in in a modern day scenario, like if if it were to be done 
like remade with modern day technology, it would look like garbage. Yeah. Um, and there's like a VR sex scene. It's crazy. It's, I think it's like 1993. I don't know. It's, it's that's hilarious. Yeah. Um, you try and get try and get a clip, and and put it like when you when you when you're making the video, try and get a clip of that. Or I'll try and I'll send you a link so you can put it in the in the video. Okay. Because it's, it's showing movies now. <laughs> oh, no, just as we're talking, you should have it. cut this out. I'll, I'll cut it out. Whatever. Doesn't matter. Anyway. Um, yeah, so I can't think of an example of a, a remake. That yeah, all the examples I can I can think or there are some movies I can think of that have like yeah. um, really good practical effects that don't need remakes because the practical effects are nice. You know, like we do Star have Wars. plenty of though. Um, I'm sorry, I cut you off. Finish what you were saying. Well, like Star Wars or like yeah, Beetlejuice. Right. Has really cool pra- practical effects. Right. That's yeah. a movie that does not need a reboot or a remake. Oh, they'll they'll do it though. It's fine. Eventually. It I don't know, maybe you think they will? I don't know. I don't think that I don't think I it's heard, a huge heard rumors market. about a sequel. That'd be nice, but no 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 reboot. Well you got you know Val Kilmer Val Kilmer's playing the Joker now, so I mean not the Joker, the Vulture. Yeah. Who is pretty much just the Joker. Duh like we all know that. Just kidding. Um no, yeah, I don't know. They couldn't. I mean, you think you think they would? I bet they would do it. It's a hey, Val Kilmer. You yeah. want to play anyway, Beetlejuice were, again? Anyway, you're saying we that. have uh, plenty of examples of, of remakes that were made just to to cash in on a on a franchise. I mean, look at Capcom. Capcom yeah. is the master of the remaster. Yeah. Um. And the and the well, they don't do a lot of remakes. Um. So they they remade Resident Evil. That's it. I you know. Um, they didn't, mm-hmm. they don't really, but they, you know, they, they push out a new HD remastered version of Resident Evil 4 every six months without yeah. fail. What seems to be really popular now are, um, are remasters. Yeah. Uh, th- they have been actually, I, I want to say since 2010. Yeah. Since, you know, like, I, you know, the, the middle of the PS3 era mm-hmm. and it was like, man, we've kind of, We've done everything we can with the hardware, and Call of Duty's kicking our ass no matter what we do anyway, so let's just re-release the stuff that we already have. Some of them I'm actually looking forward to, man. I like that Crash Bandicoot remaster. That should be fun. All right. Hey, you know, I'm not going to think lesser of you as a person if you're (laughs) you're into Crash Bandicoot, because I will. I'm not afraid to think lesser of someone as a person, like if they play... On Xbox or something, you know. <laughs> but you know, I, I don't. I don't think of all the things to remaster. Like, I don't think that a lot can be gained from remastering Crash Bandicoot. I don't think Crash Bandicoot needed a remaster. I think it needed a reboot. A reboot? Yes. I would have said remake. You think? Yeah. Because no. I think it's fine yeah. as it is. No, you're right. Maybe they, maybe, maybe a remake. remake it. But you know, like you know, but to to remaster it with the same low low ass polygon models, like you know, Crash Bandicoot has twenty polygons, and he's just you know animation like three frames animation per second, and he's mm-hmm. you know he's all choppy, and he's you know, like I mean, <laughs> like uh, man. <laughs> I think they could um a remake. I think might be too much because. Jack and Daxter was pretty much Ooh. was pretty much like Crash Bandicoot, yeah. But in like with like on a larger scale, I think Jack and Daxter would be good. Would be a good remaster. They've done that. I mean, they did they did an HD remaster of that already. Oh, they did. Yeah, for um, PS3. Though, do I right? have it? I have it. Yeah, for PS3 though, right? Yeah, yeah. 
right. I wouldn't. Oh yeah, I wouldn't right, want yeah. it. I mean, you don't need it on PS4. No, you it's, don't. What's the point of that? No, they did one for Ratchet and Clank. Right. Yeah, I have that too. Yeah. Um, that huge fan of, fan of those games. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, you don't need to. I don't know. I mean, I don't. I, I haven't. I'm not. I'm not the biggest Crash Bandicoot fan. Admittedly, yeah. I was. You know, more into like I was more into Gex. Gex, Gex was, was great. The shit. Yeah. Um, or, that's a um, game that I haven't seen anything about since, no, since because, PlayStation. Because truthfully, it was garbage. And I bet if you played it today, you'd be like, man, this actually plays like shit. Um, it hasn't aged well. Uh, like um, like Rival Schools. Man. Man, if they made it into the Rival Schools, that, I would I'd lose my shit. Because everyone like, was like, when they, when they were like, hey, um, new Final Fantasy VII. We're finally remaking it. I was like, okay, sweet, awesome. You know, we finally get around to that. And they're like, hey, guess what? New Samurai Jack. Congratulations. We're finally doing another season. I was like, hey, hey, all right, sweet. I heard recently, like, hey, guess what? Season three of Young Justice. I was like, well, hallelujah. Yeah. That's that's awesome. Um, <laughs> but you know, what would really get really like turn my skull inside out is a new Rival Schools. Man, if they did that, I've never even heard of Rival Schools. Rival Schools is a very I wouldn't say it's super obscure, but it's kind of an obscure 3D fighting game by Capcom. Because Capcom was the king of 2D fighters back in the 90s. And so they, you know, 3D was, was going was going huge. Tekken and Virtual Fighter were going at it. And so Capcom was like, hey, we got to get in on this. So they released Rival Schools, which was, um, it's like really cool. Because it was like, it was a, it was pretty much a 2D fighting game yeah. in 3D, but also like, with super slick anime cutscenes and, and like you know, man it was, it was so cool you know I'd, I'd love to see another one of those so yeah so please Capcom please please do another Rival Schools please or at least like re- re-release the first two as a collection yeah um yeah let's get a remaster of those like man. anyway so I think we should wrap this up uh, I'm, no I'm I'm nostalgia so a big thing that fuels the re-entertainment industry is nostalgia um, and like, um, and that's that, that, like South Park just did an entire season about like member berries and, yeah. you know, remembering the past mm. and like the whole, the whole thing. I mean, really it should be called the nostalgia industry because like, it's all trying to, you know, cash in on stuff that used to be successful that, you know, and you know, the publishers are trying to make it successful again. So, so that's, you know, nostalgia is a dangerous drug, man. Yes. Yes, like, it is. It's. You know, I, so, so here's, here's how I think about it. And, you know, this might be kind of morbid, but, you know, it's the same process as like when, when a loved one passes away. When you have, you know, someone that you care about and they die, you know, and you're sad, you know, that, that sadness stems from, you know, you regretting not being able to spend more time with, with that person. And, you know, and like, you know, being, you know, fearful and upset that, you know, that, that, that they're, that your future with them uh, is gone. But, you know, instead, you know, what you should really, what people should really try and do is just, is focus on and cherish the, the memories that you've already had with, with, with that person. And, you know, and as morbid as it might be, you know, like, like games, movies, and, 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 and your childhood is, is the same way. Like you're, when you grow up, you're an adult. You, your child self, chi- kid you is dead. Don't 
try and bring that person back to life because that kind of like, you know, for me, that's kind of like that, that's, that downplays how far you've come as a person where, where you're trying to, to keep your, your mind, uh, you know, and re- regress yourself back into that, the, the, the mindset of a child. So, you know, like, like grow up and it's not, you know, don't be afraid to be an adult. And, you know, like, cherish the memories that you have of being a kid, but don't try and, and bring them back, you know, because that just, that can, that can really get you in some deep, dark territory. And it can also lead to a stagnation of ideas. And that's what, what we're, what we're seeing in the entertainment industry is a stagnation so, of ideas. I almost want to continue this on to a next episode, but we um, might have to do that. We might have to, but, um, real quickly. Are you saying that um, people are focusing too much on reboots and remakes? I think so. Yeah, I think you know by mm-hmm. by trying to you know to to rekindle the past and you know yeah. and you know bring up those, those 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 memories that you perceive as being good and you really and then when you actually dig them up you find out hey it really wasn't that good to begin with. Um, okay, I have a transition for the next episode. All right, what's so, our prompt? The Originality. Um, is originality... Well, um, well, we'll focus on that. But my, um, my question is... Are people... There's a question to end the episode, I guess. Um, are, are, are people... Is originality dead? Like, are people stuck on remakes and reboots because they can't think of anything else? I think people are afraid to be original. Which is... You know, if you want to have like a parallel to, to, you know, to aging, people are afraid to grow up. And I think that's just like a thing that like, you know, it's, it's, it's human nature to be afraid of change. Um, and you know, and, in, you know, and to be afraid of, of growing up because you don't know, you know, no one knows how to, how to adult, but, um, there's also, there's a lot of risk involved, uh, you know, and, and like it's, it's, it's sometimes it's, it's better to do what's safe. Because, you know, you stick with what you know because that's what, you know, works. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, you know, it's, uh, no, it's not dead. It's just, originality is just scary. So, that, yeah, that's how I would put it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, well, I think that's an okay way to end the episode. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, do we, do, are we going to do the outro again? Do we already have a good outro? We can just go yeah, with that. Do it again. Do I do it again? We already have. All just right. Back up. Well, hey, that's going to wrap it up here. Thanks for watching. Um, leave us a bunch of comments. We're, we really want to hear what, what you guys have to say about the re-entertainment industry, yes. the nostalgia industry. Which do you prefer, nostalgia or re-entertainment? We're going to put those on some coffee mugs at some point, uh, ship them out uh, to, yeah. to your door. I want to hear some good examples and some <laughs> drop and give me 20 examples of reboots right now yeah no, so, reboots remakes um the differences between the two and any and if there's anything yeah, we missed give us your definition uh you know things things that we miss you know other ideas that that you'd like to see us cover um you know give us uh examples of, of remakes that you thought were were great and that you really liked th- stuff that you're looking forward to and also reboots and remakes that you thought were just just completely came out of left field nobody wanted nor asked for it but you got it anyway and uh you know what you think about you know uh you know the the state of originality yeah in entertainment so um hey uh yeah 
Um, that's, that's about it. it. We'll see you next time.